Episode 22, Should a Married Mom Work Outside the Home? Welcome to the Thriving Fatherhood Podcast, where we are living and working in the trenches to go from surviving to thriving in this mission field called fatherhood. My name is Brian Knight. I am a father of three, a husband, a son, a coach, and a believer in Jesus Christ. Today, I'm going to talk, be talking about married moms working outside the home. This may be a touchy topic for some, but I am not coming at it from that standpoint today. Ultimately, whether your wife or partner works outside the home is up to you and your wife or partner. I'm not here to convince you one way or the other. I'm going going I am going to share with you my experience and perspective because I've been on both sides of this coin. My wife and I, um, our story is Bethany worked for about the first two or three years outside the home, might have been a little longer than that, after we got married. We have been married for over eight years. Once we had our first child, it started getting more complicated. Our firstborn has been our most difficult to raise uh, versus the other two. We do have some support from grandparents, but it is not the best. My mom is really the only one that reliably takes the kids on a regular basis. Her mom does help some. Uh, she currently lives with us now and does help Bethany with the kids uh, from, at times. I talk a lot about kids in this situation because they are a big factor. It is different with little babies versus school-age kids, and it is different with school-age kids or young school-age kids versus teenagers. Our youngest is five months, and recently our local church has been in dire need of a children's ministry director. Bethany has a real heart for our church and the children in our church, so she's been thinking about this position for a while. They have a part-time position uh, that may be temporary, and there's a full-time position. We looked at both options very carefully and prayed about it. I really wanted Bethany to be able to do the full-time position, but when we looked at the hours and commitment, we knew the part-time option was the only option that made sense. Our house is stretched enough as it is. You add a full-time job onto Bethany's responsibilities, something's going to have to give. Honestly, we do not need the money, and I would rather our household have stability than a little extra money. So Bethany has taken this position, which has the part-time position, which has a max of 20 hours per week. Personally, she feels good about it, and I feel good about it. The only thing that worries her is it may be temporary, and she worries that someone will come in later and change all that she is, is working so hard to build at the church. I told her that going full-time is a huge commitment. I mean, she knows that. With the part-time option, this is a way you get a chance to dip your toe in the water and see what it is like working at church and see how your schedule accommodates the extra demands and trying to juggle childcare on top of that. 
who knows where it will go from here. But we feel like with her going part-time, she is testing the waters and working outside the home and seeing what she is capable of with uh, three small kids. Next, I want to read what gotquestions.org has to say about married moms working outside of the home. If you ever, if you never heard of gotquestions.org, be sure to check out this great resource. The subject of stay-at-home moms is one that has caused much controversy, especially in Western nations where many women work outside the home. There really are only two direct verses or passages that talk about a mother staying at home with her children. Titus 2 verses 3 through 5 says, Likewise, teach the older woman to be reverent in the way they live, not to be slanderers or addicted to much wine, but to teach what is good. Then they can train the younger women to love their husbands and children, to be self-controlled and pure, to be busy at home, to be kind and to be subject to their husbands so that no one will malign the word of God. The other direct verse is 1 Timothy 5.14, which says, So I counsel younger widows to marry, to have children, to manage their homes, and to give the enemy no opportunity for slander. Another translation for the phrase to be busy at home in the Titus 2 passage is to be keepers at home. Also, consider some indirect verses. Proverbs 14.1 states that it is wise for a woman to invest in her home while it is not necessary to be a stay-at-home mom in order to invest in your home, we see the priority that God places on the home and the woman's involvement. Clearly, the home is not to be neglected for the sake of outside employment. Deuteronomy 6, 4 through 9 teaches the importance of constantly teaching our children. Of course, this is addressed to fathers as well as mothers. Staying at home with children would only give more opportunities to teach children God's ways. So, it is a positive investment to be made in children's lives by applying this passage of scripture literally. Finally, Proverbs 31 is the well-known passage about the wife and mother of excellence. From the description of her, we learn that this mother did work outside of the home. However, her family never lacked anything. She maintained a proper balance, so her family never suffered. Her family was always her priority. While the Bible leaves women the choice whether to stay at home with the children or go to work outside the home, it, it clearly is a commendable thing for a mother to be at home with the children and devote herself to training them full time. Women are definitely encouraged in Titus 2 and 1 Timothy 5 to stay at home with their young children. Whatever a woman chooses, she must maintain her home as a priority and her primary sphere of influence. Long story short, there is no biblical evidence that a married mom 
should not be working outside of the home and that she has to be home all day with the kids. However, it appears to be encouraged and wise for married moms to stay at home with the kids. Let's hash out the, the advantages of both and then we will discuss some of the thoughts that may be swirling around in your head about your wife needing to work in order for you to survive in this inflation-filled, keeping up with the Joneses world we live in. Advantages of not working. Not pay for childcare for the most part. That is a saved expense. Next, teaching your children while they're young. Otherwise, you are mostly dependent on others raising your children. Other advantages, your wife is able to pick kids up or drop them off. School is a big time example. Stay home with them when they are sick so that you can go to work. Take a nap from being up with kids at night so that you can get your sleep and be alert at work. She is able, also she is able to be at home for home repairs, maintenance, and estimates on work for the home. She's able to pick up marketplace items, you know, Facebook marketplace. You know, sometimes you gotta move on those things, otherwise they are gone. And if your wife is available, um, she can pack up the kids and go get it. That's, we have done that more than one, on one occasion. She is better able to keep the house in order as well. I mean, that's obvious. If she's at home, uh, she's able to do things around the house instead of being at work. Advantages of your wife slash mother or slash mom working at home or, uh, or working, excuse me. Extra income, that's an obvious one. Some make more than their husbands. Now, this is a, can be a huge factor. At that point, who is going to stay home, if anybody? Your wife may feel more productive by pursuing her own passions or as children's ministry director duties as Bethany is with this new job. Next, it gives her a break from the kids, kids and gives her a chance to do meaningful work outside the home. Another one uh, that Bethany mentioned is use her time more efficiently. This came from Bethany herself. She feels with the part-time job, she has to be more on her A-game and there's less margin in her schedule, especially when the kids are in school. Now, I know a lot of you are saying, Brian, my wife has to work out, out of the home. We cannot afford for her to stay at home, and that may very well be true, but I want to challenge that for a moment. What does your lifestyle look like? Are you really prioritizing what is important, or are you just focused on lifestyle and stuff that will ultimately not even matter many years from now? Really, if you have a brand new truck or whatever sitting in the driveway, and you're telling me your wife, mother, has to work, that is one of the reasons they have to work because you want new vehicles. That is a lifestyle choice. And every time you choose to up your lifestyle with new vehicles, big fancy houses, private school tuition, fancy vacations, 
you are making it more difficult to saying yes to your wife slash mother being being able to stay at home. This is my opinion and something I have come to realize over time. Now, if you are in your 20s out there and you did not own a home before all the prices went up, it's going to be tough on a modest income depending on where you live. Just realize there is more to a legacy than making money. And I know that is hard to see, but you're investing in your family. Also, you know, these, these prices, they won't last. I don't know if they will go down, but there will come a time where you're able to buy a property and it won't seem so impossible. And, you know, there's, it's not only making the mortgage, there are other expenses with property ownership outside of renting. So sometimes, you know, renting is okay for a season. You know, you can make it a goal to own your own home, but um, sometimes renting, I mean, excuse me, owning is not right. Um, you know, there's other expenses, things break, um, it, the list goes on. So <clears throat> ultimately, this is a decision you and your spouse need to make before having kids and maybe before you get married. Both of you need to know the other's expectations up front. If you can figure it out or agree amongst yourselves, or excuse me, not agree amongst yourselves, then seek wise counsel from your pastor, a trusted mentor or other, you know, person who has been there and done that. Usually older people in your lives. I would not reach out, reach out to a similar age coworker or friend, really. I mean, seek someone that definitely knows more than you and has been through this, that is older, wiser, make sure of that. Because um, people have a lot of opinions, but you need someone that would truly want the best for you and that knows more than you. And a lot of people are out there, especially at your church. Um, all you gotta do is just ask them. A lot of people like to, people like to get asked for help and their opinion. So just pick the right person. <laughs> so I know I probably missed a lot, but I had a lot on my mind around this topic. And I wanted to share it with you fathers out there, just in case this is something that has been on the back of your mind. I mean, this is something I recently, we have been um, dealing with, and so I wanted, I really didn't expect to do a show on this, but I definitely wanted to get it out there while it was fresh. So that is what I have for you today. If you feel this show has been valuable to you, I encourage you to share it with one other father who could gain some insight from it and wants more thriving in their lives. Also, I would love to hear how you and your spouse have come at, have come at this situation. What are the whys for your spouse, mom, working or not working outside the home? Please share that with me in the comments below. Also, if there is a topic you're inter interested in me talking about or have questions, please send it to Knight, K-N-I-G-H-T-B-R-I at gmail.com. You can also check out my website at brianjknight.com. And 
the private Facebook group called Thriving Fatherhood, where you can get more information and post about thriving as a father. So I hope you will check us out over there. Be glad to have you. If you would be interested in working with me or having me mentor you on your journey back from surviving to thriving in fatherhood, then send me an email or reach out to me through my website and we can set up a call to see if I can help you to thrive more in your fatherhood journey. Thank you for listening and until next week, continue thriving in fatherhood.